We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out bluewirepods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. And welcome to Little Legends Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Little Legends Podcast. I am your host, Levins. It is episode 36. Joining me, as always, is Boop. What's up, buddy? Oh man, hopefully as always stops soon after that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh it is it is a, it's been a pretty crazy week, actually. I've been super busy. Um, through a lot of stuff, but definitely getting to some TFT in and uh, having a good time and uh, feeling feeling tired but productive. I'm feeling at least half of those things. Um, I actually I, I took a 13 hour nap the other day, and let me tell you, nothing recharges the batteries like a 13 hour nap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's that's not a nap then. Like, so when did you go to sleep? I don't want to. I don't want to be chastised here on my own show, boop. Okay, it was a 13-hour nap, and that's the story I'm sticking to. Our own uh, show. Yeah. Well, yes. I don't feel seen. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. Um, I, I would like to point seen. out that I can hold that hay at least twice as long as I did. So I'm just. I'm just ramping up to it. Okay. Um, we'll both do it next time. Because I used to play the tuba, so I've got that lung. Ooh, you've got tuba lungs. 
Yeah, I got tuba lungs. I have the. I got uh, I got the tuba lung. I have the uh, when I walk, someone is playing a tuba song oh. to narrate my <laughs> movements. Lungs. You know what? You never said which song, so it'll be "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." Yep, with the tu- uh, in the arranged for tuba. <laughs> You will be a construction worker. Uh, there's a uh, inside joke that literally only two people, both of which are on the show, will get. Um, but before we get too off the beaten path, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Of course, guys, you know we are Prediction Esports Podcast, P-R-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N, on Spotify and iTunes, all of those good places. Make sure you are subscribed there. It does help us out a ton. Of course, you can always go over to patreon.com slash little legends podcast and support the show there really does help. We've got a lot of cool stuff planned and any bit of support does help us there. Of course, as you know, and as has been, I will be honest, popping off the last two weeks, game night, <laughs> uh, little legends podcast in association with giant slayer is running game nights on Friday you can join in and play with us discord.me slash little legends podcast and you can watch the stream over at twitch.tv slash giant slayer tv make sure that you're there we've been starting the nights off double lobbied up out of our minds we've got lobby one and lobby two uh, double decker action we've yeah we've, we've got lobby oneers lobby tours we're having loyalties built uh, true. <laughs> there are there are some diehard lobby twoists out there. Uh, let me tell you, there are people who will refuse to play in any other lobby. It doesn't matter who, if it's me or Boop hosting it. It doesn't matter who else is in the lobby. They're like, I'm going to lobby two, and I don't care what is what else is going on. There's like an established cast system between some of the lobby one, <laughs> lobby two. It's true. It's, it's so funny. Lobby two has like a um very like Tim and Eric vibe to it. it very much. So. Um, yeah, um, we're kind of the odd bunch, uh, mm-hmm. you know, recess, uh, the show. I feel yes. like that's very similar. And Lobby One is like, um, everyone's wearing suits. And <laughs> <laughs> everyone's wearing suits, and those but, suits but, are but trying ties, to beat Sphinx. <laughs> yeah, but the ties are like a little loosened up, yeah. you know, to, to show that we're not quite serious, but we're not quite relaxing either yeah no it's been it's been super fun and it's actually been really cool um as people come week after week like hearing about like people's lives yeah. right and like getting to know our listeners as people and yeah you know hearing their kids on the background and being True. like wow i'm so happy i don't have one of those <laughs> and like True. hearing you know people deciding on dinner and yep. you know it's it's just cool to to interact with our viewers in Ooh. such like a real and legitimate way that actually reminds me boop um the you know hearing about what people are doing and hearing the backgrounds and like hearing the what's going on is uh please do push to talk when you're on game when you're doing game night so we, no i'm kidding uh that was what we call a joke um but yeah super fun been having a ton of fun and just like we're getting new people in the chat we got raided a couple times i think uh Kayun gave us a huge raid and just had some new people that were like, oh, hey, never been before. Let Can I play? Absolutely. Come on in. We'll get you in if we need. To, I mean, hey, I don't want it took us a little bit to get this two lobbies, but let's get that third lobby and come, 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 come. We will get the third lobby going. We will uh, always make room. And uh, if we have to shift people around or start another lobby, it is not a problem. So make sure you're there. Friday nights, nine Eastern. 
uh, discord.me slash the legends podcast, or you can just tune in and watch live and hear the crazy antics. Twitch.tv slash giant slayer TV. Okay, guys and gals, let's talk about what we did this last. I don't know why I said that uh, this past week in TFT boop. How is your grind? How's your playing? What has your experience been like? Okay, so this is funny because so I got real, real sick this month. I don't know if it was COVID or not. I'll probably tell my friends that it was for a time. Yeah, um, for historicals. <laughs> yeah, um, until uh, I get it again in September or something. But no, I got like real sick. It was like, it was definitely like lung and air related. Mm. Um, but I never got like super sick, but yeah. I was out of the, I was out of the count since like April 1st up until like four days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole time I was like, so ready to stream and get on my grind. And so I was playing a bunch of normal games. And then finally, I, like we were at game night and I was like, I can't, I can't be silver in these, in these lobbies. <laughs> so, like, I, I like, I know I'm not silver and I just need to like play these ranked games. Yeah. And just, you know, instead of doing all of my ranked games on stream, I'll just do it on my own. Yeah. So I got to gold today, like literally nice. the day after I was like, all right, let's get to gold. And so I'm uh, still continuing the climb, but it, it's been fun. I've been doing a uh, rebels uh, to help. Nice. Yeah. And so I got a Shen rebel rank three. That was pretty fun. I got second that game. Um, but yeah, uh, the rebels seem to never win me something, but it's always good to get top four, be yeah. consistent and climb. And that's been my goal. I don't really care about winning. I just yeah. wanted to change the color of my border. And yeah. uh, I did just that. And I've been doing a lot of casting this week, and we're going to be doing some more casting uh, next week. Yes. We'll talk about that soon. Yes, Um, we will. We did get approval to say it out loud, which is awesome. Uh, But what about you, Mr. Mr. Blevins? How was your week in Tift? Oh, my week is great. I'm still, you know, trying stuff out. I, I have not. Uh, I have not succumbed to the uh, craziness that was Dark Star. I sort of avoided that altogether. Um, I haven't had a ton of time to play a ton of games, which is probably why I've, uh, haven't gotten <laughs> rolled over by Darkstar. but I've just been seeing these, uh, these screenshots of people where there's like six people in the lobby going for Darkstars. <laughs> it's like the hand holding club entirely, but I was playing a decent, I, I tried rebels cause it's like, okay, rebels aren't tier one like they used to be but if no one else is going them they've got to be good right yeah because you can get the smash bros right or the slash bros yeah they've been all right um for me but i i actually have been defaulting a lot into that yasuo yi comp and it just like i'm either building it wrong or i like of course don't scout and uh realize that there's another person going it and it's just like well i guess i just get seventh place if i'm lucky uh it just hasn't been great and now you know i was That's interesting i've been hyper consistent with that rebel comp yeah i mean I, what are you building what are you let's talk through it i was building today, the folks. exact like yasuo yi comp where it's not it's not really rebels it's like just yasuo yi and my problem is that there's another person doing it, so I can't get the three star version of either. Or like we each get one of the three stars, and we both get like uh, bottom six. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. It's not the power of okay. the comp, which which definitely comes out. But I think I'm, I'm also kind of sad because I was really liking running Star Guardian Sorcerer when it was like A minus tier or B plus yeah, tier. Girls. 
yeah but when it's s tier and everyone's going for it it's just like okay i guess i don't get to play it um <laughs> i've it, never liked playing mages ever in any game ever. i really liked the first time i it ever clicked for me like what really got it for me was like knowing that itemizing the nico with defensive items is actually important like putting a guardian angel on nico at a minimum is really important for that comp because it's like i just get torn to shreds um but being able to do that uh really like especially when it's uncontested like the, the comp is actually insano good uh yeah. if it's uncontested obviously but that never happens anymore um yeah so i've just been i've just been trying to like play around with some stuff and i've just like fallen into the yasuo yi comp a few too many times so i'm uh i'm waiting for this uh you know the b patch to kick in and really start the the grind i want to push to plat. i'm at gold one right now um so i can be in plat i should be i think i'm i think i'm probably a first place or maybe like a a couple of top fours or like a, a couple of top threes away from from plat yeah and then, uh, you know, I might make the diamond push again. I'm not sure. Um, but it's just been, I think it's in a good spot right now. It's just, I want to, like, I actually have a few comps, like, that I can fall back into. I just need to, you know, yeah. do that appropriately and not get too tunnel vision too early, which I've been doing a lot. I've had some good success with a chrono sniper comp recently. Because, yeah. um, you know, whenever whenever I say something like theory crafting wise on the show, I, I love trying it out, right? And I yeah. finally got to do Infiltrator Malphite. Yeah. Uh, rank three. And um it totally works. Anyway, <laughs> um, I got second. I got That's second. Awesome. Um, I was already doing well, like I was drawing really well, um playing uh squid brawlers, but mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. It was still pretty great for Velkaz. Anyway, uh, more. Tell me if I'm wrong. Anyway, uh, but yeah, the Chrono Sniper is cool because uh, those Caitlyn buffs, right? I yeah. still think she's pretty bad. Um, yeah. But it's just kind of nice to have an option to maybe even transition into Celestials later. Mm -hmm. uh, that Caitlyn can kind of stick on the board for longer than you mm -hmm. normally would have her, so you can get your Azure Jin in and then switch them out later. Because I think mm -hmm. of any comp I see transition out of the most right now it's definitely that chrono comp yeah. right like keep it just two of them mm -hmm. um but you're kind of a lot of them will just hold items for you because yeah. you can pick some chronos up and do master yi and yasuo mm -hmm. uh, a little bit later um it's pretty versatile in terms of the mid game but it seems like a lot of people think that the mid game transition just isn't worth it right anymore so why even go chronos mm -hmm. was it's kind of like my question but i've gotten some good uh top fours with the comp yeah. and it's it's still pretty satisfying to see caitlin one shot people with that old yeah um i have seen the bug where ash arrows go forever um <laughs> a couple times and part of me just doesn't want that to end um it's one of those bugs that i'm like totally cool <laughs> i laugh really every time i see game. an ash arrow whiff and it just like goes off into <laughs> yeah and it's like and then you see like the tip of it on your bench you're like <laughs> wait a second how did that happen yeah um but in terms of new things i've been trying i uh, definitely tried that and it's not the greatest, but it's definitely like if you find yourself being like, I'm not going to win this game, mm -hmm. uh, you can commit to it and maybe eke out a fourth place or a yeah. third place. Um, but yeah, the Chronos, they, uh, we'll talk about it in the B patch uh, stuff too a little yeah. bit later, but definitely something that they have had their hands on, I think has been adjusted almost every patch. Mm -hmm. um, Close to so it. We'll see. Yeah, so we'll see if this is going to be the final time and we finally get it. Right. Uh, a la Blade Masters, it took. 
what 8,000 patches before yeah <laughs> before we Took finally got um with that nocturne blender comp but yeah. yeah that's been it's been a very good week for me in tft and gaming in general that's good brawler blasters is another one i've been defaulting into and just not i i'm i think i'm building it wrong because i have not had good six anytime i have jinx as my carry i just like I don't know if I have her positioned wrong. I've had, I don't I've think had I have her itemized too, so wrong. I'd love to hear some of the people who are better than us uh, tell us why that wouldn't I, be working. From from because I ran it in a, a game night and Tap Out was saying that like I, you just need the items, like you right. have to get the items, and if you don't get those items, I just felt like I yeah. fell off so hard late game. I feel like maybe I need to. I'm one of the things that I see Sphinx and Tap Out. The you know these like high you know, masters level player. I mean, Sphinx, I believe hit top three at peak or maybe top two. I don't remember. Put this man in lobby two. put him in lobby two, and not just the lobby two at game night, which anyone is in, which everyone is invited to, uh, the real lobby two. Um, but I see them, uh, really, um, really favor almost more than any of the actual carry items like the guardian angel or the trap claw or the yeah uh, the quicksilver on is the thing i see the yeah build all the on time. the carry like, I'll, yeah i'll see it on gin and then yep. i'm like oh because blitzcrank duh right but or like, jinx or any reason, of those yeah <laughs> yeah because i think what's a bait for a lot of people who are newer or lower ranked is you just want to see how much damage you can do mm-hmm. when i say this it, like I say this all the time, right? Like when I see someone driving slowly in the left lane, I'm like, look at that asshole, right? That's dangerous. And then I realize that it's me who's driving slowly. (laughs) It's very different when you're piloting the car versus watching someone else do it, right? And so when we pilot, I think it's, very much like oh damage jinx can do burst damage what's a ramadons right. look like on her right right and uh instead of being like it's not about doing all that damage at once it's about spreading out more damage mm-hmm. over a certain amount of time so if you build defensively they're going to be doing less damage right now but more damage over time right and with the amount of cc and the amount of you know tankiness that we can see mm-hmm. and just burst damage from mages right i think it's just better to build utility and defensively because when a Syndra ults you, right? Like you got to survive that first ult. Yep. So you can get excited if you're Jinx or mm-hmm. you know get some more damage. That's my theory behind it, uh, because GA is still such a baller item so and good. always will be. It's a it's a little bit of a reset, right? At least mm-hmm. you can't do GA uh, redemption anymore, but but still, that that's definitely something annoying. that I need to get better at myself. Yeah, it's uh. I think something too, because it's like, oh, well, I'm obviously going to build like, you know, an infinity edge or whatever on it. It's like, well, actually, maybe I need, yeah, maybe, yeah, or giant slayer or whatever, or red buff. It's like, actually, I need to save that sword. The first, uh, maybe not the first item I build, but the item I need to, uh, that I need to make sure is on there is the guardian angel. Because it's like, does it really matter if it's Infinity Edge versus Giant Slayer versus uh, Hand of Justice versus this? Like, they all are adding some amount of damage, right? Mm-hmm. One might be but more if you're optimal. Dead, you're not doing them. Right. One might be more optimal than the other, but like, if, yeah, exactly. If you're dead, it doesn't matter which one. Um, and if you have two other ones, it you're not maybe maximizing damage, but those are the, you're maximizing your damage in those rare cases anyway. So, something to learn. Um, 
and uh, yeah, something to learn about or learn on and improve upon in the weeks to come. But we do have a, as we alluded to earlier, an event that both yourself and I am casting uh, this, not this coming Friday, but the Friday after on May 1st, it's Cruise Arena TFT Invitational. We've got a little uh, rundown of it here. It's an uh, exhibition tourney that shows off Cruise TV's easy-to-use uh, and free download multi-stream app. We saw this with the first uh, Cruise Invitational that we casted, where uh, our producer was able to show all the different streams and whatnot of the different players that were uh, that were playing in the event uh, really easily on a mobile app, which is really cool. Uh, we'll have four pools all playing at once with live coverage of all players' POVs with the top eight grand finale on May 1st, starting at 2 p.m. Eastern. Sponsored, no joke here. I know this is a lot of times a joke, but actually sponsored by G Fuel. Uh, <laughs> I, I need to put out the disclaimer, not actually a joke. It's just, it's too much of a running joke for us. It's true. Uh, also, G Fuel, uh, DMs are open. Um, also, I know... A, content partnership manager there but uh dm me zach um <laughs> so it's gonna be casted by uh myself boop Deathblow, and kenobi uh which is i gotta say a legendary casting quad if i've ever seen one yeah. so let's get some sorry i didn't mean to be so sarcastic in that yeah <laughs> yeah, we totally yeah. <laughs> no just just me we're getting the band uh, back together yeah <laughs> It's been a it's while since we've it. casted together, Boo. It really has been. You've been doing a ton of that Rutera stuff. I yeah. went back to Overwatch for and I casted Hearthstone um, yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to lie. I missed you. I miss you too, there's Boo. Just, gotta... There's just something that you can do to me that... Uh-oh. Super dirty. Um, that, and that... we're <laughs> okay. Hold on. Let's just... <laughs> let's just get um, that out that... of the way. <laughs> You are one of, I think, like two people in the world that can actually make me feel awkward. And I love that good, that's good. one of the cornerstones of our casting dynamic. True. Um, no, it's been fun. Like, I love just like the one of the biggest reasons why I like casting with you is like, one, I never know what I'm going to get. That uh, is two, true. We, we trust each other. So like we we get into these modes and, and, and these like uh, ideas that maybe some other people wouldn't have right. followed. We always on. know. That regardless of what's there's a bit to be had, and yep. we both know how to run yep. with a bit. <laughs> exactly, We're, we both love to improv. We and I think like our ideology on, in terms of what a good cast is is very similar. Yeah. So um, it's it's great just to work with like minded individuals. And same thing with I actually think Kenobi and Deathblow are going to go really well together. Yeah. Uh, based on like who they are, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm excited to see that. I'm sure we're going to do some mixing and matching, but I'm very excited to cast with you. And I think. And, yeah, go we ahead. we can have the what we what I will say we innovated as the TriCast. We can get that running back. I still back. think it's viable. I, I still, still think, think it viable. is. I don't care what anyone yeah. says. We did There's the TriCast for the finals uh, of a different event that we did, and it was great. So just putting it out yeah. there. Um, and the other cool thing about the Cruise Arena Invitational, yes, is that. Um, a lot, a lot. I would say over 50% of the participants are in our Discord. So yes, we have a little bit of a special something, something. Yes, this um, is on so top of the prize money. Yeah, this that is, on is top being of offered. The prize money. Sponsored um, by G-Fuel. We have been lucky enough to get a very special prize donated uh, to the Discord. It's yes. something that we've never been able to do before. 
Well, and been able to do is not the right thing. We've never done is the, is the yeah, right yeah, thing. We've never done this before. So we're really putting ourselves out there yeah. in terms of really trying to get the community to come in and try their hardest yeah. at their tur- at this tournament. And um, what you're going to win. Is everyone ready, folks? Make this sure is on top of all the actual prize money. On as well, top not? of the, all yeah. the actual prize money. This is all extra. Is you'll get a special role in our Discord mm-hmm. called boops favorite so you only you only that's it guys uh, that's it. You, you get to be my favorite yep. um, you get the role yeah. in discord of boops favorite so uh yep. just you're yep. playing for a, even more than money here yeah yeah that's bragging rights if i've it's ever true. heard it but yeah if you're in our discord and you win the tournament you will be boops favorite true. um maybe <laughs> maybe um that doesn't work out and we can add something else, but most likely um, that's where it will stop. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it, it, it's, I would fight for that for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. you may be asking, how do you get Bleb's favorite? Well, that is a, uh, a cross country rat race uh, involving an elaborate series of hijinks. Uh, so with Whoopi Goldberg and it, Cuba Gooding Jr. Mm-hmm. And Seth Green. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So wow. can't, how did I, <laughs> It's a mad, 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 mad world. Yeah, Boop's favorite, and it's this is all in jest because I I want there to be some friendly competition. It's all in jest, but also literally will happen. Yep. Um, and I just want some like friendly competition in the Discord. Yep. We'll even put up a trash talk channel during the during the tournament maybe and see see how it goes because like we got the already ingrained rivalry of Mad Hatter and Wonder Mellow. True. You know, and I was, I was talking to Wonder Mello the other day, and I was like, show. "Yeah, yeah. If you guys don't bet on on any something, then you're missing out on some content." True. So I'm saying it on the podcast right now. I hope to see it. We need to see those prop bets on the side as uh, as uh, as some added uh, added uh, incentive there. So that's going to be awesome again may 1st 2 p.m eastern make sure you're watching that uh if you're looking for the de- any more details on that you can check out our uh, discord we will have those there as well as our twitter we'll be uh you know we'll be promoting it as much as we possibly can of course so we're back in the main stay on the main stage there so that is going to be the first half of the show when we come back from the break we're going to be talking about 10.8 B patch because maybe we weren't expecting a B patch because we didn't get one before, but we've got some talking on that and uh, we'll be diving into some of the implications from this B patch, but we'll be talking about those when we come back from the break in just a bit. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to esports to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and you'll receive a new welcome bonus. Bet online, your online wagering solution. Welcome back, everyone. From the break, hope you enjoyed it. We're going to be talking about patch 10.8B. Got the rare, the elusive B patch to 10.8. 
and they uh, the changes are as follows. Darkstar bonus attack damage and ability power going from 25, 35, 45 to 25, 30, 35. Shaco's attack damage uh, is going from 50 to 70, so uh, his attack damage is actually going up. His uh, starting and total mana is going from 0, 060 to 3080. Uh, Shaco's spell power is going from 300, 325, 350% to 200, 225, 250%. So, okay, we're seeing a, uh, we're seeing why he was actually getting his attack damage uh, buffed. <laughs> and then Syndra's uh, total mana is going from 50 up to 65. So, Dark Star adjusted, Shaco uh, pretty heavily nerfed in terms of his ability, and then Syndra no longer the uh, cast bot that uh, yeah, she God. once was. Um, um, and delaying that first cast, I think, is is all fine huge. and dandy, but since it's like a full-on 60, like 15 more mana, yeah. all of the other ones are going to last. Uh, it's one extra ba- uh, like basic attack, maybe. And it's, so, like, yeah, that, one, it's and her basic and attacks half. are really slow. Yeah. So, like, you're you're going to feel that for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but now that we've gotten that out of the way, um, let's talk about Shaco and just Darkstar in general. Uh, what do you think so far? I think it makes sense. Um, it spreads out the playability of different um of different carries in dark star now you can run uh you know acclaimed uh 90s character actor Jin carry uh who starred in the mask and the grinch and liar liar okay i, I gotta keep making that joke uh, <laughs> okay that's actually like really freaking good dude yeah i like, i, I actually should, like tm that man that's I, hilarious i stumbled across that by accident when i was doing a uh, a voiceover and I just was like, uh, okay, now you can play Jin Carry. I'm like, <laughs> Jin Carry, like Jim yeah. Carry, get it? <laughs> That's so good. Uh, anyway. Yeah. That is, that is not even going to get a, a sigh. That's like a. That's a salute, man. That's a, that's that's a, salute. a salute. That's a. That is a crying on top of a rooftop bar salute. Uh, <laughs> this exactly. reference that only the OGs will get. Um, but it, a lot, it opens up, um, you know, Zareth as a carry, Jin carry, Lux. Uh, Lux potentially, not just Shaco. I think Shaco is still good. And again, like he got a buff to his attack damage. It's just his spell yeah, so, is no longer huge. So. so you might be able to build him with attack speed now and right. compensate for that because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than a Shaco that just like one you can't hit because he's jumping all over the place right right he's ulting all the time mm-hmm. right because those mana nerfs are huge mm-hmm. um well he only needs um 50 mana for the first one to cut, then need 80 mana right for the next one huge. and all further ults is enormous yeah um that's a huge nerf um combined with the spell power nerf means that mm-hmm. i think they're trying to put more power into the auto attacks and mm-hmm. having the spell power be kind of more like an execute of the person yes. that he's currently attacking yep. versus being able to consistently cast this over and over again. Cause if you do put like triple seraphs on him, yeah, that should compensate for these uh, mana nerfs, but yeah, but then he's not one shotting. You, you don't want to ult all the time now, right? right? You, uh, you, you, 
you want to get those auto attacks in mm -hmm. because it just feels like the goal here was to auto 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 ult die go mm -hmm. walks over to the next one yeah. auto 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 ult you know and then maybe even the autos kill him and then he can go to another one ult yeah. at the beginning of something yeah and that feels a lot more balanceable and a lot more fair mm -hmm. yeah the other thing was like with the huge focus on his ability if he had the bloodthirster it was just like oh he got super oh okay he ulted and he full healed great awesome so yeah, all the damage i, I was do? doing he basically yeah. was like a carry tank because it's like he soaks up all this damage and then alts and heals it literally all back and then also removes aggro so it's, it's just was so annoying to play against and then you throw in a, a, a ga and it's like well i guess you know after like it was like after like the like 10 second mark in a fight, it was like Shaco was just unkillable because you didn't have enough focused damage to kill him anymore. And he's just jumping yeah, around. So and if you didn't kill him off of like some cheeky ult or like maybe Shen helped out, mm -hmm. um, then you lost is what it felt like. Yeah. Right. Uh, yep. The the high skill cap it, it, and like that's the thing. It didn't feel like a skill display. Right. It felt like a plug and play. Yeah. Oh, oh, ooh. Not a skill display. <laughs> it was a plug and play. Yeah, uh, you don't ever want pen, that pen. because the last time we felt that was uh, Cassassadin, in my opinion. Um, and Cassassadin or Blender. Or, yeah, so, yeah, all of those comps where it's just like... And uh, I love providing options to... Because you could... I mean, 200% is double spell power, right? It's not like... Yeah. It's nothing. It'll still do a good amount of damage and will work better as an execute for mm -hmm. sure. But you can still build around that. Yeah. Like it's still a good amount. So what I think they did was offer, like, say you can put Rage Blade on them yeah. with Bloodthirster still, mm -hmm. and maybe even keep being overpowered, right? But yeah, but that's a lot of investment, right, to get to exactly. the point where he was. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And so it, I like offering units the opportunity to be built in different ways, like attack speed versus attack yeah. damage, mm -hmm. you know, ability power versus tank like Nico. Yeah. Um, cause, cause you know me on game night, I'm never building anything real, right? Well, I'm except for attack speed Soraka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Zeke's Herald infinity edge reach played Soraka. <laughs> I, I think I, it wasn't that bad. More. Can you life. check and see how many times that, that has been built because it's got to be under 10 right it's got to be under 10 it might be one it might i, I would imagine it's probably closer to one than it is to Ten. 50 okay all right i, would, um, I think i would put that bet down but I, I like yeah. that. I like I like it when you can build someone AP or AD even in yes. regular league, right? And that just to me is give a gift to the players to really adjust to the game. Mm -hmm. And I, hopefully that's what they're going for here. That's kind of like my initial read on it. Yeah, and, and not even like the building Shaco differently is is one angle. And of course, this you, you know you can translate this over to mech infiltrators now, where it's like okay, well now maybe you favor the Kaisa or you favor putting more items on the super mech itself. Um, mm -hmm. Mech infiltrator sort of fell from S plus tier down a little bit uh, in in ten point eight to like A tier, A minus tier ish. Yeah, there's been a, a good rise in auto attack based comps and I uh, in range. So I think the mech has a harder time against that. Exactly. Um, and then also the like, just burst it down with like um, Star Guardians. And yeah, whatnot. there's there's a good amount of DPS now. There's a lot of good burst now. Yep. It, but 
at least it has enough HP. If it gets one ult off, you're you're doing pretty good. So yeah, you're doing it's all still right. At worth least. it sometimes. Yeah, I think it's still a good comp. Uh, and again, this goes back to the like it might actually be better in the meta, like the nebulous meta, because there are fewer people playing it. And if you're the only person playing it, it's stronger than if two people were playing it when it was mm-hmm. like on paper stronger, if that makes sense, which is, I think, one of the coolest things about TFT is it's like you actually reduce the power of the units on paper but the comp gets better in like the next level up in the meta because there's fewer people playing it, right? Like, yeah, it's, I think that's just one of the coolest things. It's just like more knobs and dials that you can change in the meta to make things more balanced. Which yeah, really to kind of identify like, oh my God, I'm going to have six three-star units. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is doing this right, right. now. And, I think, and like, yeah. and then when you get to be like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Right. It feels good. It it feels really good. It it feels really good when you have correctly identified like the comp that no one else is going or there's like people are only taking like a couple of units from and you just get to like all those units for free. Yes, they're lower tier or they're, you know, they're not as strong as this, that or the other, but like you get them all, uh, which is a really cool thing. Yeah, you get your, uh, you know, uh, tier three, four cost. right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's just a good feeling um, in general, and why I think TFT has so even more depth than we tend to see. Because I think I still think people are like, uh, well, uh, Dark Star and Star Guardian Sorcerers are the only two cops right now, bro. So if I don't get those, I basically just lose. It's like, oh. hello, hello. That's my uh, that's my um, uh uh my it's californian like my surfer uh california surfer uh reddit Peter, user bro. for tft yeah. yeah oh bro you know that gangplank used to be busted bro i don't know why uh that that's the that, that's the voice i use but <laughs> well, um i think um what they're trying to do again is add that variability and with the galaxies too that's kind uh-huh. of ingrained into the game now uh-huh. and it kind of just speaks to their mantra a yes. little bit more like it's more interactive hopefully um because yep. that's 20 extra attack damage definitely stacks up so uh, yeah. we'll see how that goes but um what i think also is really interesting is why we have a b patch mm-hmm. just in general yeah right so did you want to did you want to read the little yes the quote? so i believe uh and i'm not checking the discord right now about how this came up but i if i recall correctly it, it was, was from uh, jimmy. jimmy yeah it was jimmy yeah. the shovel uh game night challenger by the way uh and jimmy the shovel uh he always does this and i'm sure he'll do it for he'll do it for this specific sentence right now uh he does these really good like uh super good super like, good he, like retorts and just like comments on the episodes uh, in which my is opinion great. he'd be really good like journalist for the space yeah um an analyst like he's got a he's got a noggin man and the way that yeah. he like and what's really great about jimmy is when he disagrees with something he is so mature about it yeah. right like i i wish i could see that in, in more of like the game night stuff it's like well you guys said this but yeah I'm like oh Thanks, Jimmy. And it's always yeah. with proof. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, overall, Jimmy, just uh, S tier, S tier human and uh, mm-hmm. community member. Um, S plus tier, actually. So uh, he brought up sort of the, in essence, the question of why did we get a B patch here and not for Gangplank? And uh, Mort actually in our Discord uh, responded. In, 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 he said, um, 
uh, data differences. 10.6 Rebel GP wasn't as dominant as crazy as that sounds. The other big thing is regional differences. While NA has a pretty mixed comp, Korea, for example, Star Guardians and Dark Star were, and this is in all caps, dominating. Yeah, so the initial response from Jimmy was about how he's not really seeing the Dark Star and Mm -hmm. the Star Guardian comps Mm -hmm. um, win all the time, and it's more variable. And I would definitely follow that up with in terms of my personal experience the same right. thing right i've been seeing yep. a lot of yasuo yi tons of yasuo see that i see cyber, um, cyber cybernetics uh, blade masters yep. um uh blasters like yep. definitely a lot more variety mm-hmm. uh and to see that uh in korea it's developed kind of a different kind of meta is mm-hmm. something that i've always been intrigued about we talked mm-hmm. about when they announced like the world championships right is yeah. different regions are going to be better at different comps and when that all yeah. comes together it's going to be really interesting um and if there's a region that's known for min maxing and identifying the best yeah it's korea right right and remember evelyn that, in set one <laughs> yeah and it's so it's so american of us to to say uh you know to be like well i don't see it here oh yeah Right, there are other other regions (laughs) who are better than us at things sometimes, (laughs) or at least um, different. Yeah, so I think the bigger philosophical question is why do you think that's the case, right? Why is like, and the fact that it was such an issue that it warranted Mm -hmm. a B patch? Because what I see here is yeah it's probably uh you know higher win rates here definitely more variability in na Mm -hmm. but in korea it was very stagnant and worth a b patch for a specific region that's Mm -hmm. really interesting to me yeah i think and this is just completely based off of um it's not based off of any evidence that i have specifically because i don't i just don't know korean culture well enough at all um i'm korean so you can ask me uh but you don't lit. Never mind. Uh, I get it. That was a joke. Um, <laughs> almost took that seriously for a second. Um, <laughs> and we're canceled. Um, I'm the one that's canceling us. I think a lot of what the at least the players that I see in NA and a lot of people on Reddit and all that, a lot of the meta is defined by. A handful of streamers, Kurum, uh, Soju, Jish- Milk, uh, Milk Jashrita in South America, though he's got a you know a big Twitch presence. Uh, Hafu, all, uh, Skara, all of these like top streamers essentially, uh, and and some of those streamers are also players are coming up with the meta, and I think Lobby Two specifically as well is another reason this this happens is that. Because a lot of those players are all in, you know, they all talk to each other, right? They're all in the same discord. They're all sort of working together Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways to get better at the game and to push. And they're all, you know, friends to one extent or another. Um, You get, I I know as someone who has been in a uh, playtest group for Magic the Gathering at a relatively high level, you get into a, um, you get into an echo chamber in a lot of ways where like, I remember when I was playing with my, my play group, like they all favored like a certain play style. Like they were all very heavily oriented towards like control decks uh, in magic. So like whenever like an aggro card would come out or like a draft strategy that was more aggressive would be like viable. They like 
even if they didn't discount it entirely, like it, they would always under evaluate things like that. So it's very hard where like if you come into a position where like aggro is actually the best strategy, they're already discounting it. And a lot of times they're behind on the meta because of that. And they don't want to play that t- type of deck, which just like mm-hmm. y- it, you get into this echo chamber of like, well, then no one's going to try it and no one's actually going to do it. So you actually like stunt your growth as players, even though like in a lot of ways, we're a lot better than a lot of people. You stunt your growth as players because of that mentality. And I think some of that likely happens again. I'm not part of these lobbies. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm generalizing. Um, I'm imagining that a lot of that happens. And again, we have talked multiple episodes about innovation and players not keeping things close to the chest. Although mismatch socks, uh, we did see that happen like after set two, where he basically like revealed all of these things that people didn't know about um, and that he was using to get really high on the la- on the ladder. Um, and I think once this, once the uh, competitive circuit gets fleshed out more we'll start to see this a little bit more we'll see smaller groups it won't be lobby two it will be you know team liquid cloud nine yeah it'll be cloud nine uh you know play group where they have their in-house and they scrim against other like they scrim against other players who aren't going to be playing in their scheduling these scrims right like yeah and that's a really cool thing that i that that i like and like how you get to that next level but Mm -hmm. i think right now a lot of na's meta is defined by a very small number of content creators and like again they're still not the like oh well i see that star guardian sorcerer is getting getting played so i'm going to mystic uh, yeah, I'm going to like always force for Mystic. We're seeing very little of that. And maybe, and this doesn't really explain why Korea was even less diverse, but I think, um, you know, they're, they're probably, I would imagine they're probably not the same like distribution of like, they're getting most of their content from the same small number of sources. Uh, or maybe it's a smaller number where they're like, oh, this is what's actually only good and they just min-max it. I think that's definitely closer based off of what I know about uh, South Korean history in video games, right? Like there are stories of, I think there's a league player who died at the computer after playing for 13 hours straight. Yeah. Right. So one, get up, you can get blood clots uh, just like on an airplane. Make yeah. sure you walk and stretch um, because that can happen to you. Don't want to scare you, but yeah. definitely can happen to you. It's happening to um, you right now. Get up and walk. Also, <laughs> yeah, hydrate. Yeah, exactly. uh, uh-huh. um, yeah. And that was the other thing. He had all been eating sugar and like, uh, and, um, but anyway, yeah. like I think the, the bigger lesson to be had here is that, Number one, I think they're more okay with playing the same thing over and over again anyway, right? Like, I have an issue of, like, it's almost, like, compulsive where I can't play the same character two times in a row. Yeah. Like, I will not do it. Mm-hmm. Like even in Valorant, when there where there's like five characters, I will just play someone I'm bad at because yeah. I like have to have that variety. Yeah. Right. Same thing with League of Legends. I I'm not good because I play too many characters. Mm-hmm. Right. And I like. I compulsively need that variety because if not, it gets monotonous and boring. And that doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be as big of a deal um, when it comes to the competitive space sure. in, in, in certain regions. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is, is like when they're in school, like um, the South Korean education system is known for being very roped and repetitive. Uh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that has something to do with it too. And I think they've always been good at just understanding the math behind what's good and what's bad. Yeah. 
and how to, like you said, nin max to the best of their ability. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're the best gamers in the world. That's why when the US won the World Cup in Overwatch, it was a huge deal. Yeah. Right. That's why when Saris won StarCraft, yep. the first, you know, non South Korean champion ever mm -hmm. at BlizzCon, and it took 16 years. Yeah. Right. And like, there's a reason why they're so good. And I think yeah. what is talked about a lot is because of that culture. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're speaking to that here right now. This is all assumptions again, but based off of like what my mom's told me about, even when she was in school, sure. how that was the slight tangent. Um, so I learned that my mom was a bully the other day. Um, so, and I had no idea. Cause like, I thought she was just so like, much. This, yeah, I know. Right. Um, that's where I got it from. I had no idea. Cause my dad's like legit, a nice guy. Um, anyway. So my mom apparently, had a crush on one of her teachers and so she was a bully and they had like this like sewing thing it you know like those like uh dividers that people change clothes behind in like yes. movies yeah um so it was one of those but they needed to sew a scene in and so she wanted hers to be really good so she made <laughs> her friend do it for her <laughs> and for 24 years this thing has been in my house claimed as my mom's greatest artistic achievement <laughs> And she never did it. Someone else made it. Wow. Because she wanted to impress her teacher. Um, anyway, but yeah, like, it's so competitive, too, out there. Like, you have to be the best or in order to be seen. Right. And um, trying other things might not be the quickest way there. Yeah. I also think, like, if you're watching uh, random streamers, some some streamers go very deep and in, are informative about things, and they they do guides and even 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 some guides uh, that people will do uh, that streamers will do. It's like, oh yeah, this is the best comp. This is how you build it. Okay, does that go into why it's the best comp? It, sometimes they'll go into like, oh well, it counters this and it counters this, and it's like good against magic damage, but like it's not super in depth of like you know, this, that, or the other thing, which it makes sense because a, that takes a lot of mental thinking. It takes hundreds of games to play. It's not like magic where like you're playing the same deck a hundred times over. Like you're probably not able to play star guardian sorcerer a hundred times in a row. Maybe you are. And I guess this is a case where you are, but like in general, having that next level of depth, it's like uh diminishing returns in terms of like, the amount of time that you're putting into like a guide like that, because yeah. a, like it might not actually be that good. B it will be changed possibly in a couple of weeks just because of the patch cycle and see like all these other things, like it, it changes. So you don't want to put a hundred hours into one guide for a comp. That's going to be useless in, uh, or not good in, uh, you know, a couple of weeks. Um, you know, yeah, you're just losing I, I, out. I, the 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 strive for perfection is rampant in that culture yeah just in general right so like some off the hand facts south korea has the most plastic surgeries uh in the world um in like the whole k-pop scene right yeah the dancing needs to be perfect and like there's been suicides recently in in that scene and like the, the culture there like the striving for perfection is just mm -hmm. ingrained in your life. And um, no matter what you think about it, right. It, that's what, that's what it's like. And I think they, they apply that to, to everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is totally the same, right. That's why like right. the, um, the first, like five out of six League of legends champions were, were from right. Korea, mm -hmm. right. With the, with the Taiwanese um, 
team winning season two yeah. and then Koreans dominated for a while. Uh, while it might not be like the healthiest thing, definitely based off of our kind of preconceived notions and what's right and how to learn right. and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, to me, that's like the easiest explanation on sure. why stuff like that is so dominant is something that they've always been able to do is understand what is the best and how to get there in every situation, mm -hmm. right? Like, how do I win with this comp when everyone else is doing it, right? Who's the best carry in a Dark Star slash Dark right. Guardian comp when everyone's only two stars? Because mm -hmm. that might change based off of True. the game, right? True. And I think that is, that's how they're thinking versus how we're thinking, which is more rock, paper, scissory, like on right. a grander scale, which is like, that's true. okay, so Mech, I can do this, or Mystic can do this, rather than thinking about, all right, so if everyone is in this lobby is going Dark Star, um, and I'm going to go Dark Star, how do I still win? Because right. there is still a win condition for you. True. Right? And identifying that, I think, is way harder uh, in mm -hmm. general, but something that the gaming culture in Korea is, I think, known for. Yeah. And that also, t I mean, to tie both of those things together is that if it's correct to go Dark Star, let's just say it's it's correct to go either Dark Star or Star Guardian every single time. That gives you the best win rate overall and will help you gain the most LP over a given period of time. If you're a Soju or a Skara or a uh, Raditz or whoever on the ladder, your stream is going to get bored and not want to watch you play. Like people hated Blender. Just like, like the so many titles were like not playing Blender, you know, Crowen. I'm not going to play Blender. I, I'm going to get my I'm going to get my two wins with Blender, and then I'm not playing it anymore. Like these are the types of things that happen because it's more than just winning the game for a lot of these like, specifically streamers, right? You like mm -hmm. you have to entertain, and if your chat is trolling you the whole time and is like, uh, you know, uh, getting carried by Blender, so Mega Lol, unless you're Sphinx. You're probably going to you're probably going to you know play something else after eight hours of playing. Um, love you, yeah. Sphinx. Uh, but you know, it, I think that there's other factors in there than just like, especially if you're a streamer, than just like I need to win the most amount of LP in a given period of time, and I don't care about anything else. There's other factors, so that's just a long, long way of uh, explaining that. We've talked about it in other yeah, games. I, like, yeah. I, I do think it's cultural, right? I, yeah. I think that is having a, a hand in it. And sure. You, it, it's so funny. And just to kind of like really dive deep into that, um, it, it, it's pervasive through a lot of things. Like our, um, for example, there was a, a theory that a lot of our uh, American teams that went to Gauntlet and Overwatch struggled because they don't take travel as seriously. Yeah. Right, they like went out and like had had fun, which yeah. is cool. I, I'm glad they did. Honestly, like right. they're gonna learn more by being people in a, and and like sure. be like 16 in Korea with your friends. Yeah, like, you gotta get out there and have some fun, right? But um, that wouldn't be an option, I think, for not just you know maybe even other uh, American mm -hmm. uh, teams, but for a lot of other regions that that's not something you do. You're there right. to game, and right? You're, you're there to win, and if you do anything other than win it's a failure. Right. Right. And that's going to keep happening. And so what usually happens is if you want to see how to play something right, um, you look at the Asian regions. If you want to see how to play something fun, um, <laughs> you look at uh, the U S and then you just don't watch EU. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yikes. <laughs> 
uh, we come in here, uh, Boop has been sacked and is no longer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have like a long running history of just like being mean to that region for some reason. So I'm just kind of carrying it over here. Might, might I got well. I got into some really good Twitter beef uh, for um, uh, that contenders thing with some of my uh, fellow co-cast uh, fellow casters from Europe and the UK. Yeah. And it kind of just became a thing. So <laughs> here we are. Yeah, I, I, I do think. There's a lot of different factors, and it's still extremely interesting to me. Even across games, you know, we I, I used to, again, to go back to Magic the Gathering, like, there always tends to be, like, one or two, like, Japanese decks. Like, there's not really a, at least there wasn't when I was playing a really big uh, Korean presence in professional Magic. There might be now. I don't follow it as much. as, But it was, like, ja- Japan was a big region for Magic the Gathering. Uh, and so were like the Netherlands and South America and the U.S. Obviously, um, and there was always like the Japanese teams would always have like these like crazy control decks that like again were kind of min maxing. You're like, why in the world is this one of card in here? It's like, oh, actually, it's really good in this one situation, and because you have a 16.8 chance to get it, like you're good enough. Like that is exactly what you need it to be. Um, and things like that are just like fascinating to me that like, you know, a lot of times, regardless of the region, you lock the best players in your region in a in a, a house for a week, they're going to figure out 98% of what is the yeah. best decks. But then there's all that 2% is the most fascinating thing in the world to me. Um, and I think we we see that on a and I'm talking about like when in paper magic, when, you know, you have a week to do this and that you're only playing with the, you know, 16 people that are there. We get to see that at a massive scale with online gaming and, you know, open information and streaming and all that stuff. So it's really cool and fascinating to me to see these, uh, you know, we really get to see these um, you know, innovations and, and, and whatnot. So. All in all, <laughs> at the end of the day, I think that this B patch is nice. It, the um, I do think people were getting a little sick of the Star Guardian Sorcerers as well as the Dark Star, um, especially obviously in, in in Korea. Even even if it wasn't as dominating in NA, um, it is interesting to see, and and I guess nice to see that uh, you know the team is willing to balance based on you know dominating in all caps. Uh, results in different regions even if we don't necessarily see it it's nice to see that yeah but boop that is going to be the end of our show for today yeah i like it i like sometimes when we have these philosophical shows we have them every every few yeah and um i i love talking about gaming as like a serious subject, right? And I think we need to, as a community, continue having these kinds of conversations. Yeah. So it spreads out to the the real world. Right. right? Well, I mean, I feel um, like we don't hear these conversations in a lot yeah, of Yeah, like the psychology of gaming per region, right? It's all stuff yeah. that we know, but um, has anyone done anything with it, right? right? And I want everyone to think about having these conversations with their friends, right? Whether it be about TFT or just gaming in general, Mm -hmm. whether like a union, you know, that kind of stuff. Like we need to be having these conversations as a gaming community, especially right now to push us to a much more legitimized state, Mm -hmm. right? Where there's going to be resources. If you want to be a caster, 
you're going to know where to go, right? If you right. want to be a player, you're going to know where to go. We're not quite there yet, but we need to have these kinds of conversations to yep. understand the culture behind gaming for where you are, but also the decision-making behind a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So that's why I like these shows so yeah. much is we get to do that. And it's a really great opportunity to be able to do that for, for other people too. Yeah. And then we get to talk about it in our discord, right? True. And, you know, have ideas because we have really awesome debates in that discord about True. games and stuff. True. And I'm excited to, to see what happens tomorrow because I love talking about regional differences, right? Mm -hmm. Like for example, in overwatch, my favorite region is South America because it's so gritty, mm -hmm. right? It's not the cleanest uh, <laughs> by any means, but like every fight, something crazy is going to happen. Yeah. Right. And I love the passion and like the the emotion behind it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's the same reason why I like uh, college football yeah. more than professional football. Right? right. I like the grittiness. I like the the mm -hmm. rough around the edges, not perfect play. Right. Um, and so I love talking about regions, but also talking about what makes something fun for you. Right. right. Because you might like something very technically proficient. Right. Mm -hmm. And you don't need all the extra bells and whistles because really the basics are what's really impressive. Mm -hmm. Right. And we need to talk about that kind of stuff. It's great. Got to talk about it because you know what? We don't hear it in a lot of other places, but we bring it to you. I'd say roughly every, you know, three or four weeks, we usually have an episode like this. And uh, uh -huh. if you like them, let us know. And if you don't. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, that is going to be it for this episode. Make sure you guys are continuing the discussion. Discord.me slash little legends podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at L I L legends pod. Boop, where can people find you on the internet when you're not here on the show? At Boopasaurus Rex. Um, I am going to do a giveaway soon because I promised I would after hitting a thousand followers. Yes. Like I slipped it in there. Um, and <laughs> But please still follow me slash don't unfollow me. Also, uh, Zeke, for some reason, I can't get you your gift. So hit me up. And then the other thing is... Uh, I am finally feeling up to it, feeling healthy for the first time in what feels like an eternity uh, since quarantine, really. And I've got I've got stuff planned. OK, I feel it's like great. we've been hearing this for weeks on end and I'll believe I know, it when I see it. But I know, let's I know <laughs> pressure him. So social distancing, also peer pressuring is another thing that we need to do uh, in the discord for Boop to get his stream and other content going. But Guys, make sure you are in that Discord, discord.me slash Little Legends Podcast. If not, to pressure Boop directly into doing more content, but also <laughs> to play in game night on Fridays at 9 Eastern, you're going to want to be there. But that is going to be it for this episode. Thank you, everyone who listened and watched live. Uh, we go, we usually go live on Tuesdays at 8 Eastern on twitch.tv slash theblovins, but uh, otherwise we're at all the other channels, not live. So make sure you're checking that out. But that is going to be it. Thank you everyone for listening again for Boop on the Blevins, and we'll be back next week talking about more team fight tactics.